0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, August 1st, 2022, and this is day 1595 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and glorify you, and thank you so much. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. I know I'm not always lovable, and and I just thank you so much for your mercy and your grace and your compassion that you have on each and every one of us that you treat us all like we are your favorite. (laughs) And I thank you so much. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Today's message is there's so much more. Yep, there's so much more. Many times when we get involved in something, we may get involved at the surface level or because of something that we saw that intrigued us and thought, okay, I want to be a part of that or I want to do that. And then once you get into it, you realize, there's so much more that's great that's wonderful that's good i'm talking good stuff <laughs> and you're like oh my goodness how did i miss this we're going to be coming out of mark chapter 7 verses 31 through 37 and uh yeah this is this is one that i don't think i've even you know i've read it but i've never shared this one on the podcast and I never really delved into this one. It's not that long, but it's really amazing. And it says, Then Jesus left the vicinity vicinity of Tyre and went through Sidon down to the Sea of Galilee and into the region of the Decapolis. There some people brought to him a man who was deaf and could hardly talk. And they begged Jesus to place his hands on him. So these are people that cared so much about this person that they begged Jesus, you know, to just lay your hands on him. They knew everything would be okay. After he took him aside, away from the crowd, Jesus put his fingers into the man's ears. Then he spit and touched the man's tongue. He looked up to heaven and with a deep sigh said to him, Ifa ifata, Ifa I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it, but it says, which means be opened. At this, the man's ears were opened. His tongue was loosened and he began to speak plainly. Oh, glory to God. Jesus commanded them not to tell anyone. But the more he did, but the more he did so, the more they kept talking about it. People were overwhelmed with amazement. He has done everything well, they said. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. You know, it's like you cannot keep something hidden that's so good and so great and so powerful. And the reason that he said, don't tell anyone or don't talk about it, was because he didn't want to be seen simply as a miracle worker. He didn't want the people to miss his real message. We must not be so concerned about what Jesus can do for us that we forget to listen to his message so let's go to point number one isn't that something Wow! when you accept a job do you take it based only on the benefits if you know your gift is in music would you accept a position as a truck driver simply because the benefits are better Jesus did not want the people to see him as I said before simply as a miracle worker He did not want the people to miss his real message, and that is adding to the kingdom of God, accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior. Many times we can get so caught up in the blessings that we miss truly hearing the word of God and having a relationship with him. So when you think about a relationship, Think about a relationship that you're in. It could be with your spouse. It could be with a significant other. Um, It can be with your children. And if you think about it, if you're in a relationship only, uh, or if they're with you and they're only in it for what you can give them, you know, and that's it. And then once you don't have anything more to give, they don't want to be around you. How would that make you feel, right? Right. Or if your kids only have their hands out all the time, mama, daddy, can I have this? Can I have it? I mean, typically they do, right? (laughs) But we teach them, you know, no, there's more to it than just taking son or daughter. You know, you're going to have to earn this. You're going to have to give. You're going to have to sacrifice something too. As they get older, we're teaching them these things as, I mean, from the womb, hopefully, (laughs) from the time they're little, teaching them how to be grateful and thankful and to say please and And to say thank you and to apologize when you've done wrong is not just about you or just about me. It's about the big picture. So in relationships, it's also about giving of ourselves, not just taking. What have you given the Lord lately? Hmm. I mean, he owns everything, right? He created us in his image and gave us a free will to do whatever we choose. He does not have control over that. He has con- He's sovereign, which means he's in control of everything and created everything. But the one thing he is not in control of is our will, our choice. And, and we reap according to the choices we make. There are consequences for every choice we make, whether good or bad. So we can't blame God when things don't go well. We need need to look at the man in the mirror to find out, okay, what did I just do? Or what did I do down the road that's brought this upon me? Because the consequence may not come immediately after you do whatever you do. It could be years. It could affect the next generation and the next generation. So thinking about that. Our relationship is not just about taking. We should give him our ears so that we can hear what he's saying to us. We should give up our own will and receive his will. We should receive his way of thinking, his mindset, in order to fulfill the purpose he's given us. We cannot fulfill our purpose in our own mindset. Because, because here's here's why. As soon as somebody does something or says something out of line as you're, as you're fulfilling your purpose, you're going to probably lose it and, and, and go off in the way the flesh typically would go off, right? But when we do it according to God's will, we're going to do it in peace. We are not going to lash back out in the same way they lashed out at us. It doesn't mean we're a doormat now. now let's get that straight. doesn't mean we're to be walked all over because we're a believer, but it's the way we do things and the way we say things. So we see beneath the surface. We see beneath the outside of the person to the heart. We see what's really going on inside. So we're not so quick to go off like they're going off. We step back a minute and, you know, let the Holy Spirit lead us and guide us and, and show us Like, okay, this is what's going on here. Yeah, there was a little girl that used to go to our church in the second grade and her uncle who was caring for her just as kind hearted and and had no idea why the little girl was getting sent home from school all the time. She was fighting all the time and throwing desks and throwing things at people and going off second grade. She could not express how she was feeling and the Lord allowed me to see what was really going on with this little girl while she was at church one day. The Lord put it on my heart to let the uncle know to check to see if she had been touched, if she had been sexually abused and he checked. He asked her and she didn't want to say because she was afraid. And she happened. It was true. And it was one of the roughest, saddest things you could ever imagine to happen to someone, an innocent child, right? And they were able to get her help. She stayed with us for a little while. Um, but in the meantime, getting her help. And last time I talked to the uncle... This was a few years ago, maybe about, oh my gosh, about three or four years ago that she, this happened and she lived with us for a little while until they found her a safe home. And uh, they finally, he said, she, I just saw the uncle who is like a son to us. Uh, we just saw him just last month, if you know, uh, earlier in the month. And he said that she is in a good home now and doing better. And I, I just give God the glory because even when going through something horrific as that, the Lord is with you. He is with us. No matter what, he is there for us. For that deep down relationship where it's been, it's far beyond that surface stuff. You know, it, when something like that is happening to us or anything else is happening that's deeper, We don't want just a, hey, Lord, I just just want you to give me a, a dollar. I want you to just give me this. No, we need all of him. We need every bit. We should share his unconditional love with others, just as he has shared with us. We should show mercy, grace, and compassion to others, just as Jesus has shown us. Point number two we must also be careful to not put jesus in a box expecting him to do things for us the way he did it before or based on the way we've seen him do things for others just as he did with this young with this man he stuck his first of all he took him to the side away from everyone stuck his finger in his ear and he spit and touched his tongue and he was healed You know, he did not. And he said one word, one word. My sister and I was talking about this the other day. You know, she listens to the podcast too. And it does her and her husband do their regular Bible study every day talking about Jesus. He didn't say a lot of words. Uh, If you notice when it came to healing people or praying for them, he'd say, pick up your mat and walk. You know, um, get up and be healed. Uh, Go to home and your child is healed. You know, it wasn't a whole lot. Whereas now, have you seen (laughs) many times it's like going through a big ordeal and serenade and saying so many words as someone is, you know, it doesn't take all that. The key is, here's the key, that it's in Jesus' name. Because if we don't say in Jesus' name, it goes nowhere. The prayer goes nowhere. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father except through me, he says. So that's why we say, in Jesus' name, that's how we get to the Father. Jesus is the mediator. He is the go-between. He is our Savior. (laughs) He is the one that reconciled us back to the Father because we were cut off after Adam and Eve sinned in the garden. And so God sent his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, who was born uh from th- through a woman uh and and as the Holy Spirit hovered over her, she was became impregnated with our messiah, <laughs> so he was born as a baby and in the flesh just like us, and gone went through every single thing that we've gone through, so he knows, and then at the age of thirty three he hung on that cross and he he died and took on every sin. That would ever that was ever committed, and every sin that would ever be committed. And you know what the hardest part was about that for Jesus? It was it. it of course, hanging on a cross and the torture that that you go through. You know, uh, I remember doing a study uh, about that. You know, you know, getting, we talk about it like you know, it's just like yeah, he hung on that cross, but oh my gosh, what he went through and his body shutting down and the you know, and those big nails that like the type that they hammer into railroad tracks, put into not in his hand, but in his wrist and in his feet or at the ankles and hanging there until he suffered. I mean, as he suffered and died, but the hardest part, was the father, his father could not look upon sin. And for that moment, as he was, Jesus was taking every sin upon him, all of our sins, God the Father had to look away. And he said, Father, it is finished. And he died. And that was not the end of the story. Oh, yeah. He. Died he, um, Jesus, when he died, he he was victorious over death, he was victorious over hell, over the grave, and he rose up again. And then when he rose up, okay, the twelve disciples, it was eleven at that time because Judas had betrayed him and uh killed himself. And there were eleven and they were to choose another disciple. But at that time, they were all in hiding after Jesus got caught and hung on that cross, except for one, John was there at the cross with the women. And when Jesus rose up, he made himself known to Mary Magdalene first. And a a woman that followed him who had demons, he delivered her from these demons. And and she was there at that cross. And there he was, I mean, at the grave. And and the angel said, why are you seeking the living among the dead? <laughs> he has risen. And she was walking along. And here comes this man. And she thought it was the gardener. And it was Jesus. And then she said, Rabboni, like teacher is what that meant. And he said, go tell the others. And she did. That was our first Evangelists, right there. She went and told the good news about Jesus Christ. And then Jesus hung out with his disciples for 40 days before he went to be with the father. He equipped them. He empowered them. He prepared them for the great work they were going to do. He encouraged Peter, who felt so bad because he had denied Jesus. Jesus said, you'll deny me before the, the crow, uh, Co- the cock crows uh three times you're going to you're going to deny me three times before the cock crows that's right yeah <laughs> and he did he denied knowing jesus as people were like there's he's one of those jesus followers and he said no no I'm not no I'm not and then another person told him, he's one of those he even cussed just to show no I'm not I'm not and then the third time and then he heard the cock crow we felt so bad. We, we feel bad when we do what's wrong when we're a believer and serving the Lord, even before we come become a believer. So we need to be ready to receive from the Lord in whatever way he chooses to do so. And remember to be thankful for what he does for you. Your gratitude will overflow unto others through your kindness, your gentleness, patience, joy, Peace, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control, which are all a manifestation of the love of God, the fruit of the spirit. I remember when I got saved, my initial goal was not to go to hell. It was to avoid hell because my brother told me, if you don't get saved, Jackie, you're going to hell. Well, he wasn't lying. That's the truth. That's what the Bible says. But that was my goal. That was it. I I had no other expectations. And I and I had not ever gone to church before, not on a not on a regular. I was not a church going. I wasn't raised in the church, and I was like um, maybe about twenty three years old when I first came to know Jesus, and that is uh, the church on twelfth in Indiana, is where I got saved, and after that, I never looked back. I was there for twenty seven years. Uh, learning and growing in Christ and understanding that there's so much more—the <laughs> relationship with the Lord, learning and going through trials and tribulations and overcoming them and sharing His love with others—and and it got so so good to where I couldn't stay in that church house any longer. I, I felt like I'm going to explode. I have too much to share and too much to give. I got to get outside of those four walls. You know, it wasn't for me. I need to be outside. I need to be evangelizing. I need to be telling everybody about this. Jesus. And I, the Lord sent me to my mom's dad's church, my stepdad, and and I was there for 14 years. And uh, I am now at uh, and there i i did much outreach we all did and it was such a blessing and then the lord has me now at destiny life center where i'm doing whatever god would have me to do pastor is cynthia Kivitt, and she is amazing and she's calling up on me to help in many ways and you know and the lord said i'll be there to serve and so there are times in the month she'll ask me to preach and teach or whatever Usually, once a month or so, or twice sometimes. It just depends on what's going on while the Lord is using her. But God gives the glory. And I am so grateful to know there is so much more than just getting benefits. How about you? It is your day. If you don't know Him, oh my goodness, He's waiting on you. He's saying, Come, my hand is out. I'm, I'm, he's like his arms are stretched open for you. He loves you so much. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And that begins the beautiful relationship you will have with Jesus Christ. amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, jackieb boy. uycks ministriesorg Check out the messages and please share them with others. And also check us out on TZoneKC.org. Learn more about what we're doing in the community with our youth, Oh my gosh, it has been a blast. We are winding up. This is our last week and we're teaching workforce skills, life skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, and uh, human and sex trafficking awareness, which is very important. So this last week, we're into entrepreneurship and peer mediation. And uh, and we'll be continuing on teaching every, uh, the first and second Saturday. So, you know, whatever we don't get to. During this time, we will be covering uh, the first and second Saturday of every month, starting September through May while the kids are in school. And please become a partner. Hit that donate button. Uh, pray for us. And whatever it is God gives you to do, we appreciate you so much. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.